everybody. What's going on? Happy Sunday. Or whatever day this is that they're watching. Oh, don't be salty because your team's not playing. It's not very nice. It doesn't have nothing to do with the game. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Another you aftermath. Sure? What's, how y'all feeling? Feeling pretty good. How are you feeling, Easy? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Um, don't judge me, bro, but I'm still watching football today. So, uh, no, yeah. No, no, no judgment. I, w- I will not be. I'm good. When we're out, I'm out. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't give rest as who wins. Yeah. There you Welcome go. to my world. Yeah. Diva, so we are here. The glorious aftermath back on the air. What we got on tap for today? Who we got? So today we have an awesome kick-ass guest. His name is Adrian Owens, and he actually owns his own tax service, and he's also a uh, real estate agent. So we're going to be talking to him today about typical tax questions. Um, it's January. People going to start getting W-2s. People going to start trying to figure out what the hell to do with the extra money they got last year for stimulus and or if they're on unemployment, how it's going to affect their taxes. So we just got a couple of random questions for him, and we could throw some real estate questions in there, too, if we want. So um, that's what we're doing today. Yes, this brother is a jack of all trades, many different hats being worn. So let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and bring in Adrian here. Bring him on the show. Get him these tough questions. (laughs) Hey. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're good. How are you? What's going on, man? Oh, not a lot. Can everybody hear me nice and clear? Yes. Oh, yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. Um, I guess, uh, how do you want to get this platform start, started today? Well, the first thing we want to say is thank you for taking the time to come and, and talk to us. You know, this okay. is January. We were just talking about tax season, busy season. So we uh, appreciate you, you know, carving out a little bit of time to come in and talk to us. So, you, I mean, you have a very like diverse background. We were just talking about that before you came on about uh, you being basically like a jack of all trades. So, you know, being a person of many talents from like real estate tax consultant. So what about doing tax peak your interest? And can you tell us about uh, any special training that's involved to become a tax pro? Well, uh, to come uh, become a tax pro, uh, I would suggest maybe start with some basic math classes. And then from that point, not not any detailed algebra, it's just basically adding and subtracting. Uh, if you can add and subtract and kind of use your mind to uh, the understanding of percentages, you'll be in good shape. Um, I basically got started in taxes uh, when I graduated college. Uh, believe it or not, I have an education degree, but I ended it up, uh, I guess, being a professional in the tax field. Uh, which did require a lot of continuing education courses, which they do require you take uh, continuing ed every year in order to stay updated on the laws, tax laws, because the laws change every year. And uh, I managed to do that for about the past 20 years, which I consider myself definitely a tax pro. I am not a CPA, but I can operate on CPA levels as well as enrolled agent levels. It's pretty much the same thing. Once you, I mean, they, we all take the same courses. I just don't have the CPA type. Okay. Nice. Yeah, because I always wonder how you, you know, 
you would assume that most people just can't pop up and say, you know what, okay, today I do taxes now. You had to go through something <laughs> to be able to, you know, certify yourself. So um, I know you have a lot of experience and you've been doing this for a long time. So um, I guess my next question is, what is the, I guess, the biggest mistake that, mo that most people make when they're filing? What's like... Uh, well, a lot of times most flags? people... Yeah, and I can understand that coming from a novice standpoint. You 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 download your TurboTax and you, you think uh, TurboTax is going to guide you to maximizing your refund. Sometimes they can if you got, uh, I would say, uh, just basically one W-2, maybe a child, or and no other deductions that are possible. But And a lot of people consider themselves an expert because they uh, hit a button and it's $5,000 pops up. But right, uh, I would like to hit a button and five thousand dollars pop up. With well, my <laughs> well that, that's what people use to come in my office and say, "Well, I, I I was at home and I was on TurboTax, and uh -huh. uh, I'm not I'm not uh, downgrading TurboTax, but I am saying that sometimes um, it, the misconception is TurboTax is getting you the, your maximum refund when in essence it's not." Uh, but it is a it is a good tool for those who uh, you know want to try taxes. Uh, but there are a lot of but they, but they may be missing out on a lot of deductions that they are not getting uh, by not knowing and understanding the different law changes. And sometimes that those things can come back to haunt you as well because you really don't. The IRS is people that you do not want problems with at all. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, you don't want. You don't want to pay any of those penalties because they they got some 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 high penalties. No, don't so, be part of that. So, being that you said that a lot of people miss out on uh, top deductions that they could take, are there any consistent deductions? Maybe like three or so that you can think of off the top of your head that the uh, average person misses. That they miss. Um, I can go down a, a list of. Tax, de tax deductions that people probably do miss. Uh, medical miles, if they if they have those. Uh, uh, let, let, me, let me scroll down my list of de uh, deductions that people may miss. Uh, first of all, you can know- Came prepared. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> Came prepared. They got a list for well, everything, I like it. <laughs> well, it, it just depends because it's a lot of different scenarios that go into tax credits and deductions. And a lot, of a lot of people don't know really what the difference is between a credit and a refundable credit. Some credits just reduce your tax liability when uh, uh, some credits are what we call refundable. So if there's a credit that gives you 2,500, di there's a difference between a deduction of 2,500 and a credit of 2,500, which mm -hmm. is refundable. And of course, if you think about it, you would want the refundable credit as the as opposed to the credit that just reduces your tax liability. Uh, are you guys familiar with standard deduction? Well, standard deduction is a reduction of basically $12,400. I'm going to give you an example. Now, if you made $100,000, which we all would want to be in that income tax bracket, which is a great income tax bracket to be in. If you made $100,000 and you apply your standard deduction of $12,400, you now have a taxable income of $87,000 and I think $600. That's off the top of my head. But uh, 
So taking the standard deduction will help you in this case because you're not taxed on the 100,000, you're taxed at the 87,000. And I'm just giving you an example off the top of my head, like I said, uh, and I hope I did the math right on that. Um, <laughs> but go ahead, next question. So if you got any questions on that, I can explain it a little bit more in detail if you if you want. And we, and we probably will. So, again, we're talking to Adrian Owens. He is, I mean, how to describe him, I'm not sure, because he has so many different hats that he wears. But uh, what we're focusing in right now is the, him being a tax professional. You can check him out at owenstaxservice.taxwisemobile.com. ATL Diva, I know you got something else for Adrian. Well, well, I well let me say this. That is my, my tax link where you can get a hold of me. But for the most part, my phone number uh, or email address is the best way to contact me. Now, that link is a good uh, tax link, which will help uh, get in contact. With you. But go ahead. So what we'll do is we'll, yeah, we'll attach it to this video when we post it. So okay. um, what I would like you to do is um, go ahead and read just a few of those credits that are either refundable or just um, reduce your tax liability for people who are watching. So if they fall into any of these multitude of categories, it's something that they can be more attentive to. Um, so you can just read off a couple of them that you think would be the most valuable for um, well, I'm gonna everyday give you some, people. Okay, uh, one, one, one great example would be American uh, Opportunity Credit, which is $2,500, which is refundable, meaning that uh, if you have a balance of, well, I'm not going to say a balance, if you owe nothing on your taxes you mm -hmm. would, and you apply the Lifetime Learning Credit, it would, you would get a refund of $2,500. Um, and that would be a great example of a refundable credit as well as your lifetime learning credit, which is up to $2,000. And uh, when I say up to, meaning if you don't have the expenses to maximize that credit of $2,000 in your lifetime learning credit, you would get example of maybe a $1,000 refundable credit. So the best credit in that example would be American Opportunity Credit of $2,500. And that's for that's for education purposes? Right. And that's an education credit that you get for going to college uh, that expires after four years. Oh. Yeah. You can only use that credit up to four years. So if you're a fifth year senior, you can't use that credit. <laughs> well, your parents won't be able to use that credit. Okay. <laughs> well, right. what about for entrepreneurs like myself and like a couple of other people? Um, what is one of the main uh, opportunities they miss um, besides the basics of mileage and expenses and stuff like that? Well, unfortunately, being self-employed, uh, you don't pay any tax throughout the year. So that's your benefit. But guess what? Yeah. Sam is going to want something at the end of the year in most cases if you don't have other credits that you can apply to your tax situation. Every tax situation is different. And uh, if you don't really understand what you're doing when you when it comes to applying those credits and deduction, you may miss out on a lot of free. That's why you call Owens Tax Service. Okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Nice plug right there. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. Any more questions? Are we, uh, do you want me to ramble on? Uh, I had a question um, around 
uh, taxing of stocks. So, you know, let's let's say you're in the stock market. Um, how would that look um, from a tax perspective when you're filing? Like, you know, what percentage um, do they take away or just kind of inf well, simple info like that? Well, stocks and could kind of go in the category of, let's just say, you mean stocks and cryptocurrency, things like right. that. Right? Uh, those are uh, basically um, what I want to call, uh, let's see, I will call those sim similar situations to IRAs and, and things like that because those are considered investment opportunities and investment incomes. And right now, uh, I want to, the IRS may be a little lenient with uh, stocks and RAs due to the COVID crisis. And they actually are allowing you to defer those taxes up to 2026, which in essence should give you an opportunity to make money because they, they want you to make money. The goal is so, not, go ahead. So just real quick, just to make sure I'm comprehending, you're telling me that I can defer that all the way down the road five years. Correct. 2026, you can defer income of investments. Right. Like you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, you that see, is this, good to know. And this see? is why I thought. Well, this, this, this is this, why. That's perfect. So, also, well, let me say this as well. Uh, right now, if you have, or your parents may have RAs and uh, money in an RA accounts, they can, uh, if they had to take out, let's just say $100,000, they're allowing you to break those uh, tax, well, you're allowing the benefit of not being taxed on the whole amount right now if you're taking that money out for, you know, emergency situations. Because believe it or not, this coronavirus situation is considered a, uh, a disaster. I mean, as it so, should, yeah. Yeah, so, for example, I'm giving an example. Uh, I'm great with my examples because this is what I do. But I'm giving an example. You took out $9,000, right? You can, you could, uh, you only have to report $3,000 this year, and you report the other $3,000 next year, and the following $3,000 the following year. So that's three years to report that $9,000, which in essence, decreases your tax liability because you're not in the plus 9,000 tax bracket, if that makes sense. Right. So you basically kind of manipulate it to where you don't have a bigger cost up Correct. front. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. A bigger tax liability. So, gotcha. right. So if you made 100,000 and you took out 9,000 in your RA, uh, you would only have to report 103,000 as opposed to 109,000. Kind of making gotcha. it jump. Okay. Mm. And you're you're only taxed on what you make a profit off of, correct? Uh in essence, yes. That that's that's a simple, simple way to put it. Uh where you could benefit from what you did not make a profit off of and the losses. Really? So you can I guess um, I wouldn't say a reimbursement, but apply for like a credit if you didn't make money off of a certain stock or something like that. Well, you know, that's what I call it capital gains and capital losses. 
Mm-hmm. Because if you got a capital loss, that kind of it could go against your total total income. You just gotcha. Income, if that makes 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 any sense. So, like you said, back to kind of like that imaginary balance sheet, right? Like that would count as like a a loss or correct. correct. Gotcha. Correct. So all about that addition and subtraction, basically. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, now the stocks can get a little detailed because there's a lot of different scenarios, but that's a little, a little bit of, of, of more than what I'm gonna talk about today. Okay, I got you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Adrian, I wanted to uh, jump in and ask you about because uh, you mentioned this, so I just wanted to piggyback off of it about COVID 19 and this, you know, this COVID 19 crisis or whatever. So, with this raging pandemic, um, has this crisis had a huge effect on how you've been running your tax business? Um, yeah, I'm, 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 people still want to come in and see me, but I'm, I'm encouraging people to, which I, I will allow that, but you got to come in office with a mask, but I'm encouraging people to email or fax or get in contact with me to see how they can give me their documentation. Now that makes sense, the social distancing I, uh, piece of it. Easy, you yeah, had something? I, yeah, I had one. So um, yeah. besides tax season, why, outside of the that period of time, why would somebody come see you? Um, how do you, you know, make? How do you continue to make money when it's not tax season? When it's not tax season, well, I do real estate as well. Just believe it or not, they they all coincide together very well. Uh, Absolutely. Because uh, believe it or not, when you're applying for loans and uh, things of that nature, I get your documents over right away. And uh, a lot of times people need letters to discuss, uh, well, the loan officers need letters stating income. I'm able to do that uh, pretty quickly. And most of the time people are really, really ready and anxious to move into the homes. And I try to get, I try to do my part to get the documents that they need to those that need them as soon as possible. The reason why I was asking, cause like, you know, the the H&R blocks of the world, mm-hmm. you know, they'll have their uh, Jackson Hewitt, like they'll have their office open from like now until the end of tax season. And then, you know, the lights are off for the rest of the year. So I was just wondering like, well, you know, how do you stay open throughout the year or if somebody? Well, believe it or not, uh, me being in this business for maybe 15 years plus, I'm open, I'm actually open year round now. Um, because not everybody files by the deadline. And of course, after April 15th, which is the deadline, uh, you have to deal with the extensions. People receive letters from the IRS. If you're my customer, I help you manage those letters uh, by sending in the documents that they request. Um, uh, And people do get audited, which I do have programs to assist with that. if I don't assist with it, I do have a program that does assist us, that they have to pay for, of course, that will assist them with that audit. And, you and when you say not, audit, you know, talk like an IRS audit or something of that nature. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. IRS audit. And these are just part paper audits. Uh, I've had I have had to go into the IRS office with a few customers to manage their audit as well, and I will do that if if I'm preparing your return. And then some people don't 
I mean, and depending on what business industry you're in, some people have to file quarterly taxes. So, you know, they're filing every three months instead of just the one time a year. Right. Um, my question was this, because, and maybe you know the answer to this and maybe you don't. However, um, I want to say towards the end of the summer and talking to different people, I really realized that there were a ton of people, even in this COVID situation, that were moving out of rentals and purchasing homes. And I was wondering um, the cash influx that I think a lot of people received, you know, instead of what I heard was instead of like, oh, I'm not going to keep paying this rent because there's a moratorium. We're just going to use this money and go buy a house. So with that being said, um, Oh, give me, give me some effort. Like, what, what cash and flux are we talking about? Well, you know, some people, yeah. they were getting different, you know, the stimulus checks, and then they were getting the, the additional okay. 600 a week in unemployment. So instead of catching up on the rent from the apartment, a lot of people oh, okay. use that, that money. Yeah. Right. So one, were you familiar with that? And two, um, I thought that with like unemployment and certain types of income that it wouldn't count towards being able to buy a house is that true or are they well, being more lenient right well, now well when it comes to buying homes i stay in my lane i stay in my lane of being a realtor i don't stand right. i don't handle loans uh and i okay. will assist my clients in getting okay. along but outside of loan preparation documents i don't do that uh gotcha i stay in my lane okay so that's so a I, question I for a loan saying, officer okay Right, right. So, gotcha. like underwriting and all that, I don't deal with that. Uh, but I will help my customers uh, provide the documents that they need. So, okay, let's switch it back to a tax question, though. So, one of the concerns that people have, um, and it's kind of a two part question, so I'll just start with the first one. Mm -hmm. If you received, um, a stimulus or well i don't think this is the stimulus tax yes or no i don't think it is um well actually it's a credit on your taxes for this upcoming uh, tax filing season so if you okay. did receive that stimulus uh of 1200 and 600 those are the minimums without children 1200 and 600 if you mm -hmm. did receive those funds it has to be reported on your taxes and that that $1,800 will be deducted on your, tax, uh, on your tax return. But if you did not receive one or the other, you will receive that credit in the form of a refund. Oh. So translation, if you're supposed to get a $2,400 return, but you got, and you got 1,800 in stimulus, you're only getting 600 bucks back. Correct, correct. That is good to know. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of times these, these things can be kind of deceptive. And that's why I come right. in and answer those questions. Yeah. And that's why we wanted to have you on the show because I think there was a lot of back and forth. And honestly, regular people don't quite understand how this is going to come on the back end. And a lot of people are going to be upset or confused when it does come around for that time. And they're seeing that this is being taken from them and they're not quite understanding why. Um, my other question was the people who receive um, unemployment, um, either during the time that their job um, basically shut down to the time they reopened or people who just completely 
are still on unemployment because they don't have a job to go back to right now. Um, how is that income being categorized in, um, are they able to, is that going to be income that's counted or is it put in a special category on your taxes? How does well, that work? Well, unemployment is put in a, a special category uh, because it's not earned income. Right. Earned income right. is different than unemployment, unemployment income. So right. those would be the two categories. It's, it's not earned income, but it is income. So is there something they're going to receive from the state government or state for them to file with their taxes? Or are they going to have to kind of know how much money they received and, and share that with their tax preparer? No, they, they're not going to have to guess. Uh, they will receive some from uh, the state of Georgia, well, whatever state you're in uh, regarding mm -hmm. your unemployment that you receive. And of course, I would definitely want to know that. So you won't get a letter at the end of the, by the end of the year saying that, hey, you didn't, you didn't report this income. So I try to avoid all those letters and I like for everything to go nice and smooth because uh, I, uh, I take pride in what I do. So, so oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, so how do you know that you have every document that you need from your client? Well, I personally will not. I just go, basically I go through a list uh, of questions uh, before I hit that submit button. And uh, just basically, hey, what all types of income did you have this year? Uh, and they, most of the time they, they would have it. And if they didn't have it, I say, are you expecting any other type of income or that you couldn't think of? And then believe it or not, a light bulb clicks in and say, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about this. And, uh, but uh, what'll happen is if they don't tell me all the income that they did receive, uh, they will get a, a letter from the IRS saying you didn't report this income. And then they'll call me and say, hey Adrian, I forgot to tell you about this. I said, well, you know what? You need to do an amendment and put that on your tax return before the IRS implements penalties and fines. Yeah, because they're just gonna so when we break down income, mm -hmm. I don't know if our listeners understand that like income can fall under like a lot of categories. Mm -hmm. So what are some of those categories that people might not realize can be considered income? Um, investment income, uh, the sale of a property which would be following the category of capital gain. That's a type of income. And believe it or not, uh, if you're single, up to 250,000 is non-taxable. And if you're married, filing joint, 500,000 is, is non-taxable. So that capital gain, that type of income uh, would be uh, a great uh, tax advantage. Wouldn't it be nice to get 259 taxes? Yes, yes, it, yes, it would. I take $250 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've, I've heard, Adrian, the, the term taxes and penalties come up a whole bunch in, in our conversations so far. So, of course, obviously not naming names and, and, and anything like that, but what's, what would you say was like the biggest amount that somebody owed? or at least near around a big amount. And the person was like, hey, can you help me get out of this? Can you help me lower this? What can you do to help? 
Well, I can't provide assistance when it comes to failure to file tax penalties. Uh, and I think you're talking about maybe a lump sum, what I call lump sum letters. When the IRS sends you a letter, say, hey, you owe $50,000. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, most of the time, those people haven't filed taxes over a number of years. So basically, all they got to do is file the taxes. So if they file their taxes uh, for the past seven years, it may reduce that tax liability from 50000 to 10000 And of course, they win in that situation. And the IRS is still winning anyway because you are still owe them $10,000. But a lot of times, they will look at the situation and say, hey, you just di didn't file this tax. So with these filed taxes that we now have on file, uh, we would still oppose this penalty of 10000 as opposed to 50000 which that sounds good to me. You still win. You definitely take that over over 50000 or whatever amount is less than that. That sounds like, you know, right. that's crazy. And there, there are other situations where hardship does come into play where uh, hardship situation, you know, maybe you, whatever type of hardship you have, I don't want to get into the hardship right now. I want to stay popped, okay? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, I have a question. Mm -hmm. um, can you explain? Okay, so I always I'll see try. these commercials uh, for tax advance and everybody's like, oh, come file your taxes. You can get an advance for people who either have never taken advantage of that or been scared to kind of do it because they don't really understand how it works. Can you just briefly describe what a tax advance is and maybe pros and cons to where it would be beneficial, but maybe somebody, sh it may not be beneficial for certain people? Well, I'm explaining to you how my tax advance works. Um, it's based on your refund amount. Example, if you're getting a refund of $5,000, that means you can probably get an advance up to maybe, example, $4,000. But they're not going to go, you're not going to be able to get an advance over your refund amount. And if mm -hmm. you basically have to have a W-2, they won't do this for self-employed people without a W-2. You have to have a W-2 and basically provable income. Mm -hmm. um, and an advance would definitely be an advance based on your refund. I hope that answers your question. So if I get a $5,000 advance, okay, um, mm -hmm. a $4,000 advance, but my refund's gonna be, a, you know, $5,000, mm -hmm. how does that work? Does your company just cut me a check for 4,000 and then when the refund comes in, you just simply give me the thousand and you take your four back or what's the, well, like, the advance, the, the advance is not coming from my company. It's coming from a third-party bank that I use to to file my taxes through. Okay. Uh, in essence, what the, the bank does is they advance the money to you. And then when your refund comes, you pay back the bank. And the bank gives you the remainder of your refund. And, of course, the bank does charge a fee for that. And I'm not going to get into that fee because I'm not going to even discuss that bank. No, I'm, but I think I'm people right. have to understand that there are, you know, additional steps because I think people aren't aware, like, of certain things. So I think, yes, you can get advanced, but there is going to be a fee assessed with that advance. 
Um, yeah. And it is basically a temporary loan from a bank or a financial institution in which you do have to pay back. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to take a cut and then you get the remainder, correct? Right. And they charge you an annual percentage rate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's good to know because I didn't know. So, so unless it's an emergency, you best you better off just waiting for the check from the government. <laughs> I mean, that's totally up to the customer. I, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Depending on their situation, you know, unless yeah. it's an emergency, yes, yeah, they need Some the money. People, you know, exactly. Right. So that's more beneficial for people who really need the money. If you can wait, mm -hmm. that right. might be good for you. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I had, a, I had a question for you because you see this a lot in advertisements about taxes. What is your view on people who are still waiting on their W-2 but decide, hey, I'm going to use my last pay stub to go and file my taxes? So with you being a professional, would you just tell people it's smarter to wait on that W-2 or is it or using that last pay stub, is that okay to do? Well, me being a professional, I'm not allowed to use a last pay stub because a lot of times the last pay stub are usually... I would say maybe 80% of the time inaccurate based on your W-2. So, and it's technically the IRS, it's illegal for me to file your tax return on your on your last pay stub. I have to have a W-2 before I can file your tax. Um, now, I guess the novice, uh, they can use their last pay stub if they want to, but I can't. Um, but most of the time, you'll receive a letter and a penalty because you didn't file out all of your income. Because those last pay stubs usually come out maybe a few days prior to the end of the year. And you still got income that comes in this particular year right. prior to after that last pay stub comes in. Okay. Nice. So you think about all the type of knowledge. Huh? You talked about uh, taxes and penalties. Um, can you explain to us what's going on with, um, I know the IRS is overwhelmed con currently with all the stuff they're doing. What is the new deadline date? Because I understand that they're going to be pushing it back a little bit to give people um, an opportunity to file without a penalty this year due to what happened last year. Do you know what that new date well, is going to be? Right now, I'm not sure if they released a new deadline date, but I do know they pushed the first filing date back, which is February the 12th. That, that's the new first filing date. And okay. The filing date would be the date they actually start accepting uh, tax returns for oh, individuals, not businesses, individuals. Okay. I'm not in a rush to file my tax return. <laughs> well, you're still employed, I understand. Because you didn't pay me. I gotta think of some new. Uh, well, first hey, I gotta start, see what I Start finding them credits. Start finding them. Listen, look. Well, there you go. Oh, this is a good question for our entrepreneurs. Go ahead. I do. Okay, best. I do. I think it's an easy one. So, okay, being the entrepreneurs, our goal—we don't really care about a refund most of the time. We just don't even want to owe. So let's just start there. Um, you don't want to owe much, but go ahead. Right, we don't want to owe much. <laughs> we just want to get it okay. a little bit. We'll give you a little bit. We just, you know, you can't have, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. So 
I, I want you to explain to entrepreneurs the dangers of, I won't say dangers, but the challenges in the fact that we can claim a large amount of expenses, but when it comes to buying things, cars, houses, and stuff, how you have to be kind of more thoughtful in how much income you're actually going to declare, because a lot of times we do go crazy with being obsessed with, oh, I can claim this, I can claim that. But then your income isn't where it needs to be when it's time for you to go to a real estate agent. Great question. Great question. I, I already know where you're going. Uh, nope. Great question. Well, one one thing you have to remember is you have to have a plan when you're self-employed. So yes. now, if you want to report, well, I'm not going to say if you want to report. You have to report your income. So if you yeah. want to report an uh, example of $20,000, guess what? you're going to have to find a house that you can afford. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure that house is going to be under a hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah. And if you want to buy that 250, $300,000 house, guess what? The income has to support that. So therefore, of course, that's going to put you in a higher tax bracket, making you owe more tax. So remember that go in with a plan. And that's why I come in, jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> so entrepreneurs, you need to, you know, we do have to forecast out a little bit more when we're trying to buy cars and more expensive things. Yeah. Our income does have to, you got to think about how much income you need to get these things. So, you know, when you are deciding what to do with your taxes and credits, then you do need to go see Adrian. When you're also planning to buy a house, you need to go see Adrian. <laughs> so you can, you know, you can, you, you won't get told no. And, you know, we also have to support like, what, two, two years of tax returns and in, in, in a year to 24 months of business statements. So you got to plan it out and you don't want to just see your tax preparer one time a year. It probably would be great to maybe see him a few more times just to make sure that you know what you're trying to do and how you're planning your finances is going to work in your behalf because if he has recommendations or adjustments for you throughout the year you have time to do that versus you just did some crazy stuff and now you want him to fix it mm -hmm. and so, after so you mean to tell me that <laughs> i'm not i have to know my finances for other reasons besides shark tank Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure who asked the question at the beginning, but somebody did ask me the question. What are one of the questions that I asked my customers, uh, you know, when they first come to see me? And that would be one of them. What is your plan for the next couple of years? What is your forecast? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about purchasing the property? You know, what's your goal? You know, because that's very important when it comes to filing taxes uh, and making large purchases. Excellent. I was gonna say, I know you probably couldn't tell this with the type of questions that we've been asking you, but this, I don't know how many interviews you've done, but this is technically the silliest show you ever be, been on. We just haven't shown that side of us yet. Oh, we my, will. My, Cassandra knows me, ATL Deepin knows me very well. I'm, I'm the silliest person you ever want to meet. <laughs> All right, so I feel like gotta, he'd be a good fit on our show, so. Um, we're really about to see that here in a second. But before we get into our little game here, I did have one last thing. We mentioned before about, you know, being able to contact you. We had your website. So we mentioned that. Is there anywhere else that we didn't cover where people can find you to, um, you know, solicit your business when it comes to real estate or taxes or both since they are tied together? 
Um, I don't I don't mind Texas. Uh, hold on, your mic your mic went out. I don't know if my yeah. Uh, if you, you could just if you could just kind of uh, plug your information. So like a okay. number that they could re call, text you at, email, website, uh, anything yeah. you want to give. Facebook. I definitely Instagram. I definitely don't mind leaving my phone number here, but please don't don't flood. Uh, text is always fine. I try to respond. <laughs> to my don't call me. Uh, please text. <laughs> Please text uh, 404-587-5649 and uh, just let me know how I actually, and I do have a team of a uh, nice team of ladies that work with me as well. Uh, but I'm going to leave my information up. My number is 404-587-5649. My email address is ortaxservice at gmail. And uh, ATL Diva has my link uh, if you want to contact me that way. Nice. I'm, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna add all this stuff on here so it'll be visible on the on the screen as as well. So we'll have that out there because you know some folks don't like to write stuff down; they like to see it. So we're gonna put it out there for them to to see it. Right. Screenshot right. is amazing. I screenshot okay. everything. I don't write anything right. down anymore. <laughs> yes. So all right. So here comes the part of the show here where. You know, we're going to get to know a few things about you playing this game called Don't At Me. This is also the part where I horribly explained this and I came up with it. But uh, basically, Adrian, what, what I'm going to... What's it called? It's called, it's called Don't At Me. So it's... Don't at, okay. Uh, okay, so the best way to explain it is, is that I'm going to ask you a few questions rapid fire. And it would mm. be something, an example would be like, uh, do you like Coke or Pepsi? And you'd say your answer like Coke. And then you say, don't at me. Or, you know, if I say, do you prefer McDonald's or Burger King? Don't like, me. Don't, don't don't at me. At me. Don't at me. Okay. Yeah, yep. like the little at symbol, you okay. know. So what does don't at me? What is that? That's basically like you putting your stamp on it. Like, hey, look, you might like Pepsi, but I like Coke better, and Coke's okay. the better product. So don't at me on it. Don't don't try to give me a rebuttal. It okay. is. Yeah, what don't I say. don't come for okay. me. Like, don't come for me. It is yeah. what it is. Okay. Yeah, like that is my answer. It's what it is. Deal with it. That's what okay. that's saying, basically. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna start off here with the with the first one here, and I have to let you know that I try to make these as difficult as possible, just so you know. Mm. All right. So Adrian, this first one here is interesting around here. How do you like your steak cooked? Rare, medium rare, medium well, or well done? Oh, Mike went out. Mike went out. It did it again. Mike went out. I can't hear you. How do you, it, how it do you like your steak? Well, do you like well, your rare? Well, I heard that part. Well, oh. don't add me, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's how you do it. All right. Well, don't add me. <laughs> so, so you like yours? You like yours well? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Easy. How do you like yours? Um. The answer is uh, medium. Don't add me. Diva. Medium well. Don't add me. Now, you know I'm in the category of, well, meat was meant to be cooked all the way, all right? I don't want no pink. It's meant to be cooked, all right? Period. When so He he literally it, added that question because we debated about that, but that's okay. That's fine. But it, but if, I did not know you, what Adrian's, I did not know look, what his answer was going to be, look, and he said, look, well. If you if y'all want to chew on y'all rubber for 20 minutes, that's y'all, okay? I, I'm, be I'm begging you to tell me where you got this dry meat from. Man, Coming from look. our family, I'm, I, I just need an example. You need to tell. Look, first of all, our father doesn't even cook steaks well done at all. Like he would get offended by this. Matter of fact, you need to record this 
send send him a recording of this and let him know that you like your steak well done. He will be hurt and he might not claim you anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Like I said, Adrian has the right idea when it comes. No, no, no. Adrian's the, fine. Adrian can have his opinion. He's the guest. He he can have his opinion. I'm speaking specifically to you. Our father will not be happy with that answer. Again. I'm just <laughs> again. I just want to know where you got this dry meat from, but we could table that for another day. He'll, he'll never fix you another face. steak again, M16. Like you're on your own. Right. It's all good. You guys right. just have to so put it in the microwave. <laughs> this next one here. <laughs> this next one. So when you're driving and you're behind somebody and the light changes yellow and the car in front of you goes, do you go? Yes or no? Well, I'm a little older now. I stop now. I, I, I stop now. <laughs> oh, I was, I was waiting for the answer. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute, because I'd have been in the car. Wait a minute now. Don't have uh, he said, don't add him. He said, that's what it is. Easy, man. Check it out, man. You, you're going. This Atlanta's traffic is no joke. That car in front of you is going through that yellow light. Are you going to? It depends on the situation. So, you know, how far out am I from the light? You know, did I, did I see it change? That, you know, that, <laughs> that's a key question. Because if you saw it change yellow, you don't have as much time as you think. Then you got to look behind you and like, hey, is this person kicking it behind me? Am I going to get hit if I don't stop? There's a lot of different ways you got to look at that, that question. So I don't have an answer for you on that one. But it just depends on the situation. <laughs> all, all of that, but he ain't got no answer. Oh, so all, okay. all, all that just to, just to cop out, man. So it, de it depends on the situation. That That is not a cop out. Then just not say the situation, yellow, don't at me. Not not all yellow lights are equal. <laughs> don't at <Yeah>. me. <laughs> well... I mean, now, I'm hold on now. I've been in the car. Hold on. I've been in the car with you before. All right. So <laughs> wait, go ahead. Well, I was going to be honest and say, I mean, if I'm late, I'm going through the light. If You know, if I got all day. I'm going to stop. But I'm just going to say I'm going through the light. Don't at me. It's yellow. Yes, it don't I'm mean going, stop. I'm going, through, I'm, I'm going through the light also, um, especially if I'm right behind oh, the we, person. We I'm know you're going through the light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adrian, next one here. Um, Hulu or Netflix? Oh, oh good question. Um, I'll probably watch Netflix a little bit more. Don't add. All right, so you think Hulu on that one. Tebow, um, what about you? What do you, what do you, Hulu or Netflix? I'm going to have to go with Netflix, don't add me. Easy. Just take me, Lord. Just take me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess right now it's Hulu, cause I'm just—that's oh, what wow. I'm on more right now. So, what are you watching on Hulu that makes you pick Hulu over Netflix? That's what I want to know. Look, they're both great, so let's not make it seem like I'm saying Netflix is trash. Um, yeah. I'm watching Scandal, and it's on Hulu. So yeah. Oh yeah. You're just not watching Scandal? What's going on? Look, don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> it's, it, it's when, it's I'm when here now. Yeah. So y'all can have a conversation about it later on. But for me, it's Netflix because I'm um, I'm watching Cobra Kai right now. So based on what I'm watching at the moment, it's Netflix. Everybody loves that show. I'm going to have to check I'm it out at some that. point. It's, it's right. Good. Everybody loves it. Like nobody said anything bad. But if you watch the preview, I'm like, I don't know about this. No, no it's, <laughs> but, it's, it's it's a very easy watch. You'll find yourself like 
you sit down, the next thing you know, it's dark outside because you wasted your entire day because you've watched <laughs> all of it. I don't even have that kind of time to watch that. You know, I don't get a it, W two, so I don't. It, ma to watch it made me. It made me have time. Let's say that it made me have time. All right. But you are also operate on a W two, so you you got time. You you can watch. You can watch TV. <laughs> Sometimes. All right, we got we got two more here for Adrian here. All right, so we're going sports related on this one. All right, so Adrian, you need to win one basketball game. Who are you taking to lead your team? You got LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Give me Kobe if I want to win. Wow. Okay. I was hoping you put somebody else in the scenario, but I'll take Kobe. All right, easy, man. You you the sports head too, man. One game to win, LeBron or Kobe? Who you got? I'm taking LeBron. Don't have him. Oh, Diva. come on, man. What about you? All right, it's just my era. I'm gonna. I mean, they're they're amazing, but I'm just gonna have to go with Kobe. Don't have. But I love them I mean, both equally, technically. Yeah, you you can't go wrong either way. But I'm I'm really about set to say, real soon here that LeBron might be the greatest we ever seen. And I never thought I'd end up saying that. Oh. But I mean, what he's oh, done, not, what he like, keeps hey, doing. Add me to that show. Yes. <laughs> All right. So if you want to talk some sports. All right. Excuse me. Hey, yes, I got, I got three other guests that I would love to have on that show right there, along with you. Guys. Well. All right, he want to talk hey, some more. Well, business. We can make that, that happen. Yeah, let's, let's so, make that happen. First of all, this is the first guest who's ever come on the show as a guest, made himself a new host on another aftermath show. <laughs> yeah, he's and like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here. That for he's it. got a lot. Hey, I mean, you're a natural fit to this show, so well, do we even have the low budget applause today for him? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let's, let's not let she, let's she not said, let sixteen not answer the question. 16. Oh, please. He said LeBron. She called the high. She called the high budget plus low budget. It's high budget. You, it's always high budget. Oh, the high budget. Well, yeah. Uh, but it'll be in there for sure. And it's LeBron who I'm taking. He's just too yeah. great of a weapon on both sides of the ball. All right. So we got the last one here for, for Adrian. This one is interesting. I want to know everybody's thoughts on this one. So last one here. So when you're out somewhere, you're going to the mall, wherever you go, a restaurant, and you're parking, do you look for a closer space or you park wherever there's an open space? Closer space. Don't ask me. Ah. Easy. Uh, I'm going for the open space because I drive a truck and some of you people can't park and I'm not trying to get scratches <laughs> on my truck. I'll take the extra steps, you know. Um, you know, I got the Apple Watch, so it counts the steps. I'll take the extra steps just to make sure y'all don't hit my truck with a cart or your um, Volkswagen Beetle or something. No, 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 nothing against the people who drive Volkswagens like our dad does. Now, Diva. I don't even know why I'm asking you this question because I already know the answer to this already. No, but you don't. Listen, humor me. In, in the daytime, I park further away. If it's at night, I just try to park as close as possible. Don't okay. You see, you she was going to give you the real answer before you tried to call her out yeah. on it low-key, so she had to come up with that on the spot. That is not because true. I just have to... That's legit because I have a pedometer <laughs> on my phone and I want my steps too. I'll be trying to get my 10,000. The name Diva is in your name. Diva is in your name. 
So I'm not Listen, buying the extra You keep stuff. talking. I'm going to have a driver in the next three years. I won't even care. See, look at that. The evil part comes out. For me, it's wherever I see an open space. My wife and I get into it all the time because she always <laughs> looks for the closer one, looks for this one. I don't have time for that. It's well, open right here. Let's park because it. you have a small child. Like, nobody wants to park far with small children. Yeah, but, but you nobody wants to park, park closer. Park more, that means more people walking by. You got to take a little longer <laughs> to back out or pull out. Man, you it's way a whole back truck, there. Like, you, you won't can... even see people. It's a whole exactly. thing. Exactly, you it's load a whole, up it's and a whole you can thing. and leave, man. Yeah, if you park close, everybody and their mama with a buggy passing you up to get to their car. Like, mm, yeah, I ain't got well, time. Well, first nah. of all, I used to park far, and you always have that one random two people who gotta come park right next to you when <laughs> you parked all the way at the end. Like, what in the world? Irritating. <laughs> this Irritating. is this is interesting. Well, I tell you what. We had a lot of fun playing Don't At Me with our man Adrian Owens on the aftermath. He's gonna get the high budget applause on that one. So, yes, for sure. So, Adrian, man, we are glad we could, uh, you know, we talked a little bit of, you know, kind of serious stuff, get some questions asked, but we were glad to, you know, have a little fun and be ourselves and be a little silly with that. So, appreciate you uh, playing along with that, man. Definitely appreciate uh, no that. No problem at all, no problem at all. All right, and if you could just one more time before we, um, get things wrapped up here if you could just give the folks your contact information one more time here and like i said i'm gonna put that information into the video as well so they can see it on the screen well one you can you can find me on facebook at owens tax service all you gotta do is go to facebook type in owens tax service i'm on there you can also go to google type in owens tax service uh my number is 404-587-5649 people please text if you don't mind because a lot of times I, I will respond to your text, uh, but if I get a mass of phone calls, uh, you know, it takes away from me being able to do my work. Um, and I also will be reached by email, and that's ortaxservice at gmail.com. Nice. So again, um, we appreciate the time, the knowledge, and we already know you're coming back because you told us that you're coming back to talk to sports <laughs> in the middle of Oh, yeah. And I also got an Instagram, which is new. <laughs> Sandra, I'll let you leave my Instagram because I'm, I'm, I'm a little old school, but leave my I, Instagram. So. We will post your Instagram along right. with the other handles for you. All so right. Don't worry. We got you Thank covered. You. Thank you, ATL Diva, M16, and Easy. Good to meet you. Yes. And I definitely want to be on that, uh, that, that sports show when y'all talk about the, the greatest player of all. I will oh, not yeah. attend that show. You guys can have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that will probably be that will probably be a guys only Don't affair on that it. one. Oh, I got some guys that hey, we need to get we need to take care of. So, and I would love oh. to take care of them in front of my audience. <laughs> <laughs> so you plotting? Okay, so you finna handle them on all of our platforms because we have so many. That's it. That's it. We're everywhere. There you we go. are. We are little. We are, and I wanted to point that out to everybody that we are literally everywhere, meaning you can find us on YouTube, just search, search for the radio show or it's the radio show, or we are on every like podcast provider known to man, all right? I mean, Spotify, Apple, Google, Deezer, um, where else? Uh, we're on Pandora, uh, Stitcher SoundCloud. Radio. Are we on SoundCloud? I don't know. I thought you said we were on SoundCloud. I don't know, but if you search... But if you search the radio show or it's the radio show, we're basically 
everywhere that everywhere. you get your podcast, we're there. All right. Everywhere. So we appreciate the people that listen and watch every week. We appreciate Adrian for his time and knowledge and information on tax, real estate, and all things in between. And I appreciate him coming on here on the record saying that your steak should be well done. Don't at me. All right. <laughs> As my brother is disappointed. But uh, again, we no, appreciate it's okay. the time. No, it's okay. with me, so I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> all good. Well, again, we like I said, we appreciate the time. Thank everybody for listening and checking us out. And we'll be back with uh, another new show this week. So we appreciate it. All right. Catch Thank you later. You yes. Bye. Appreciate it, man. All right. You guys have a good day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Another aftermath in the books. How y'all feeling? Pretty good. I think it went really well. I agree. A lot you guys of asked some really there. good questions. Yeah, especially the stock stuff too. I didn't even think of that, but that's super, super important because a lot of people were able to um, go into their 401ks and take out quite a bit of money without a, a, a current penalty for that. So, great question. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of y'all have like mother. Yes, a lot of knowledge. <laughs> Adrian was a great guest. We're going to put all this information in there. So, um, yeah. Another aftermath in the books. Got another uh, new show coming through this week. Um, we got two more uh, aftermaths already booked for the month of February that's coming through. So, yeah. I have another one I'm trying to book right now. Um, a friend of mine who's in New York. He's. I'm gonna actually just send you guys some of his stuff. But like, he's really good at like producing music and working with super super talented people. And I was like, oh, yeah, what, be a what great tier asset. is he on on your friends list? <laughs> Easy did that. His, his, the, the, I know, right? I mean, I, I got, I gotta ask. Like that's his, every time Diva pretty... says she has a friend, I gotta ask the tier. Well, his is. best, his best friend is Brandy, so he's pretty high on her. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. that's, so that's, 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 that's a quality that's, for, sure, for sure. Yes, that is something to look forward to. So now we're going to do something yeah. that we do at the end. We're gonna re- wave to the camera and tell the people we will see you very soon, wow. one of these days this week. All right. Appreciate you listening to the radio show, The Aftermath. And uh, check out Adrian Owens and all his many different things. Appreciate you. This is. We are out. Deep, easy, pleasure as always. All right.